What's up, everybody? Today on Stacked, Madam Satan is out for blood. You don't want the devil at your sweet 16. And something wicked this way comes. This is Roberto Aguirre Sacasa and Robert Hacks, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. What's up, everybody? I'm Brandon. And I'm your zombie neighbor, Brendan. And welcome to Stacked, the show where we discuss stories from all over the world of comics. Moral of that story, don't go trick-or-treating at Brendan's house. Yeah, I mean, He'll I, mean eat I, I, lo- I do enjoy uh, home delivery. Uh, I'm really busy, so it's really great. It's a big help for me if you just bring me food. My foodie means brains. <laughs> yeah. And feet, you know, the, like, there's some good meat on them feet. <laughs> oh, you got some meaty feet. Yeah. And explicit tag has been picked. Yeah. Hi, uh, hi, Apple. Yeah. Hi, Apple content listener that has to make sure that this stuff is appropriate for children. Thanks for thanks for coming out. <laughs> is meaty feet a red flag phrase? I feel like, yeah, meaty feet is like the biggest one for them. Uh, thank you guys for tuning into Stack today. We really appreciate it. It's issue 67. Holy smokes. Woo! We are fast approaching 100 issues. Oh, anyways, guys, uh, today is a good one. Um, we are... Getting in the October slash Halloween spirit. It's feeling so Octobery here, by the way. I don't know what universe we slipped into, but uh, the weather here has just been phenomenal. It's been perfect, like TV October weather. The best part about that, though, is like because it's been so kind of dry, is we get all that crispy leaves. Nothing yeah. so- there's nothing soggy about this weather this is a, this is that nice autumn weather where you want to make a big leaf fall into it and realize hey leaves don't actually offer that much cushion and i've hurt my back and now i'm going to the hospital that is uh did you do that is that why you're talking about that be honest no god no i mean in my youth i might have definitely done in that. Your youth. <laughs> when you were a youth um yeah so in in the kind of october halloweeny spirit we are talking about a very cool comic today something un- unexpected the underdog uh, we're talking about volume one of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. That's right. Mm-hmm. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, as in Sabrina Spellman from the Archieverse. Uh, this comic is written by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. Hope I'm saying that right. And uh, the art is by Robert Hack. Uh, this was Brendan's idea. Where'd you hear about this, man? Um, Honestly, okay, so honestly, I heard about it. It was like when the announcement for like the uh, the trailer came out for the netflix sabrina show everyone was like oh like everyone's losing their shit and then i saw one random person make a comment uh, essentially said um i don't know why people are all freaked out this is just taking its idea from the source material uh, from the comic and i was like wait was sabrina always a horror comic i was like oh i gotta look this up so i looked it up and then i found out like no what they have is that archie comics does some buck wild stuff and one of the things they've done recently, or like uh, for a couple of years now, but it's like very slow in release, is they do this, uh, it's Archie Horror. So they have this comic and they have um, Afterlife with Archie or something like that, I believe it's called, written by the same guy. And um, and that one's all, like, all about zombies and whatnot. And so, yeah, they have like, they have this sub uh, like category of Archie comics that are like horror based comics. And they are so good. Yeah. 
Oh my god, this comic is so good. So I made the mistake of totally underestimating this comic. So this is the thing, guys. This is one of those ones I can see people... I can hear people writing it off right now. I, I could hear people writing it off when they look at the art for this episode. They probably, you know, don't do that. Like, it's easy to write it off and be like, oh, it's just like a, it's a, it's an Archie comic. I saw the Sabrina show when I was a kid. Great show though, by the way. Uh, but, you know, like, oh, it's like this floofy doofy. No, man, this is a proper horror comic. It's reminiscent. It was reminiscent to me of like a really old school, like late 80s, early 90s, almost like sandman-y hellblazer type like it was super gritty and graphic and yeah it was it's fantastic mm. it's really good don't sleep on this comic i don't know what the show is going to be like the show might be horrible but or maybe it'll be great <laughs> uh, but this comic is is fantastic um so just a quick spoiler alert if you don't want spoilers for volume one uh, we are going to start talking about it, so avert your ears. Yeah. All right. So today's spoiler is brought to you by the tourism industry of the city of Salem. Come for the beautiful view and stay for the witch burning. <laughs> they do live in Greendale. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Okay. Greendale. Greendale. Greendale is not sponsored. <laughs> I don't look. I don't pick who sponsors this show. If Salem goes, hey, we hear you're doing Sabrina. And it's about witches. You know, we burned some witches in our past. Maybe you want to, like, let us in on the sponsorship? And I'm like, hey, man, you're going to give me money. Yeah. I mean, I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> Fair enough. So Salem reached out and uh, they gave us some money. They didn't, actually. but They did. They did not. Salem, don't reach out unless you actually want to give us money. <laughs> yeah. Then, by all means. You're also free to use that tourism slogan if you want. I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> you came for the scenic views. You stayed for the witch burning. Cards, cards on the table. Also, I also totally forgot that they actually are not. Like, I thought it was like a subsect for some reason of like um, Salem. I don't know why. It was a stupid what was? project. The, the Greendale thing. I thought like it was like a like like a district of Salem. <laughs> oh. No, I think Greendale's just like it's 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 kind of close to Riverdale, right? Yes. In the in the Dale districts. It's it's one of those Dale districts. Uh and Salem's just the name of the cat. Who by the way is going to be in the show as well, which I'm excited for. Yeah, yeah. Cat was the best part of that show. Anyways, so today's spoiler is This is actually going to be a pretty big spoiler because this comic you you can't talk about it in detail without mentioning a lot of spoiler things so today's spoiler is oh my god they killed harvey and they killed him hard if you are a fan of the show you're like oh harvey that's his uh it's her love interest and you know he's like her go-to boy no they rip out his jaw and like half his chest and his tongue is just sticking out and there's a bunch of just like half naked hag versions of the witches like there's like there's like the norm when they look like when they're like i guess disguised and then when they look like they're more demonic selves um, and they're just like all around them being like, oh yeah, he tasted real nice. Like what yeah. the f- Yeah, they eated him. Literally made me go, oh my God. I could not believe they it went there and I was like, okay, I love this comic so much now. Yeah, it was it was pretty brutal. So so just to um give you some background here, this comic is about Sabrina Spellman, which you probably would have guessed. Uh and similar to probably what you're familiar with, uh, you know, she lives with her aunts, Hilda and Zelda. Uh, that's pretty staple, and she her familiar is the cat Salem. That's also pretty staple. Um, in this, you get a bit of backstory. Her dad was Edward Spellman, and she is so. From what I gather, she's a half witch, right? Um, her dad was Edward Spellman, who was a a warlock, uh, but he 
had her with a human. There's a big source of drama there. But anyways, and then so this comic is kind of about her dad's ex-lover, Madam Satan, coming back to get revenge-ish on her slash or on him slash his offspring, which is Sabrina, uh, because she feels spurned because Edward broke up with her for a human. That's kind of the gist of it. Also, I would like to point out, like, yeah, so, like, he broke up with you, or, like, I don't even know they were together, whether or not, like, regardless of the thing, like, she was hurt by it, and her logic to that was, I'm going to teleport myself into a lion's den and be eaten alive. Yeah. A bit of an overreaction. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus, God. So, can we just talk about one thing? So, like... Yeah. I was not expecting. (laughs) I was not expecting, like so. In most incarnations of this, you know, full on, you'd you'd see them. They're witches. They do magic. All this stuff. They're straight up Satanists in this. Yes, that is true. Like, I really like that. I that's one of the things I kind of really liked is that it wasn't trying to make it seem glamorous or like being like, oh, hey, even though these are your protagonist characters, like Hilda, Zelda, and Sabrina. You know, uh, they're like, oh, they're going to be the good witches of like a group of really nasty ones. No, no, no. They are like the Hilda and Zelda absolutely partake in cannibalism. That's not quite, that's not even a question. Like, yeah, they just like torment and like have no problem killing. Like, uh, Sabrina is more a little more innocent because she's 16 and grown up kind of away from it a little bit, but like chops off the head of a goat. Yep. Getting ready, getting ready for that good contract sign with the devil. Yep, yep. So that's the other big thing is like she's leading up to her 16th birthday and on her 16th birthday, she's supposed to commit to the Church of Night, which is basically the devil's followers, Satan's followers. Um, And yeah, so she basically sign your soul over, Um, which I guess she never technically went through. Like she had decided she was going to do it and then Harvey interrupted it. So she hasn't, at this point where we're at issue five, she hasn't technically done it yet, right? Yeah, I don't think she got a chance to finally, she didn't get a chance to like sign her name in. So I think like what it, I think it puts her in limbo because I think the whole mentality was like, she didn't get the chance to make the decision. So my guess would be either, either it was signed off page and we didn't know about it or they had to essentially wait for the next like lunar eclipse. Um, In which case that might get resolved down the way. I don't really know. Um, but like, oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, this comic. This, yeah, this, like, this is a true horror comic. We've mentioned that a few times now. First off, Hilda and Zelda trap her dad in a tree when they find out he's been dealing under the table and like dating a human. Was that them? I thought that was the coven, though. I thought that was everyone else. And then they basically snuck off. Yeah. But yeah. they knew I mean, about that's it. That's brutal. Yeah, it's, it's brutal. So he's like trapped in a tree that Madame Satan then burns yeah not to mention he also lobotomized his wife Sabrina's yep. like mom in order to like keep her from like telling anyone about the fact that he's a witch it really comes out swinging i know this is here's the thing i kind of really like about it, though because um it really quickly like i mean i reading up until the point of harvey's death i was like you know it's playing it's playing in, in that dark universe in that dark setting and i'm like this is kind of really cool like you know it it's similar in like hellblazer like you mentioned it is similar in hellblazer it is similar in like sandman with that um passing of characters passing of random people die to help set up stakes i would say um but at the same time like 
Yeah, but I, I really honestly didn't think it would necessarily move in that direction. And I don't know if that's just because I wasn't aware of what was going to tell. I thought that there was a line that they potentially wouldn't cross. And then they went and crossed it. And then immediately after that is the whole thing where she tries to, she's told by like, uh, what's her name again? The Queen Satan. Oh, Madam Satan. Madam Satan. Great freaking name. Uh, tells like Madam Satan's like, oh, like, I'll help you get your you know, boyfriend back. I was like, oh, okay. Like, so they're, they're going to skirt that line, but not quite. And then they get the boyfriend back. But oh, no, it's not her boyfriend. It's her freaking dad now in her boyfriend's body who just like, is totally fine with the fact that like his mom just killed the dad like harvey harvey's mom just killed that i was like oh okay so you guys are just gonna do whatever the hell you want i'm so down for this oh yeah dude and then and then yeah and then so the the this volume ends with basically harvey is calling sabrina but it's actually sabrina's dad and harvey's body and saying but pretending to be harvey and yeah so who knows where that's gonna lead oh it's just so good and like you're absolutely right like this he sets the tone that like this is not a this is not a kid's comic this is not like a this is not a fun archie comic this is like <laughs> this is a real proper horror comic and it's fantastic um and betty and veronica make an appearance and they're witches <laughs> i know so that's actually it's a weird thing but that's my only technical complaint to this and it's not that it was bad by any means i think it was just weird because like i have a very tonal dissonance with um archie like i can't put archie in this universe and in that space so like i don't know how i would feel like i'm sure it probably is really good now that i've read this i kind of have a lot of trust in this dude to make a good comic but i um i i couldn't quite like that was a weird dissonance for me to every time like betty and veronica popped up and they were like being witches i was like this is so weird at first i thought it was like just going to be like a little minor easter egg and then the fact that they play like a, a not insignificant role in like this story arc was kind of it just it was strange for me um just yeah just because i couldn't like separate the two i thought i thought like it's so sabrina kind of works really well in this universe they built and then when they introduce the archie characters i'm like it's like freaking archie characters man they're like they're supposed to have there's literally the biggest problem that happens in that town is oh no jughead ate all the burgers see <laughs> see but i think that had the opposite effect on me which was i was like oh man i really want to read his afterlife with archie now because i'm just so curious like I, I'm I'm interested in watching an Archie or reading an Archie verse that's like R rated and like a horror Archie verse. That's like I don't know. That's that seems very interesting to me. Yeah, I, w- I will say if anyone could get me into reading it, he he has an absolutely free pass now uh, for me to like check out a book that he's writing. That I'd be like, that seems strange. Where I'd be like, mm, I'm gonna try it anyways because. He makes a damn good horror comic. It's so good. I know we said that like so many times. Okay, I want to talk about the art so we can talk about something else that's so good. Sure, yeah. I couldn't tell. And it was starting to bug me because I, it was good, but I couldn't tell whether or not Robert Hack. I couldn't tell if he's like painting, if these are actual paintings and then he's scanning it into. It's gorgeous because all the art looks um, like you can see the texture of the brush he's using. So the, yeah. literally all of his art actually looks like paintings. And as a result, like, you know, there isn't that like perfect 
nothing's perfect on page. Like nothing is like, you know, most comics have that like well-drawn line that if it wasn't quite right, they probably take a digital thing and adjust it. It's very much got the feeling of an artist painting. So like faces sometimes they may like look a little different or weirdly shaped. Um, but then it just kind of works with his whole art because it just, it blends in with the whole art pieces as if he is just painting it on a brush. And then like there are times when the, the colors he's using go past the panels. Yeah, like, totally. Like old school style comics. But see, I think that's part of – the art is a huge part of what, like I said, gives it that like late 80s, early 90s feel to me is because it does feel like I'm reading an issue of Sandman. You know, because the, the art style, like the writing is part of it, but also the art style like brings you right back because it looks super traditional. And 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 I'm, I would be willing to bet he's he's uh, drawing these on paper and then scanning them in. I, it just does not look digital to me. Maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, um, I mean, if it's digital, he, he's perfected practical digital, I guess. That's yeah. the term for it. But yeah, uh, it's just, it looks phenomenal. And he do, he he does not shy away from displaying like gore and he displays it in a really uh like in your face type of way which i really liked um yeah like the 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 scene that's popping up in my head is the scene where it's revealed that harvey's been killed and the uh the witch is holding his body and oh it's just it's really like uh it's really yeah it's really visceral like the best thing i can give example of like there's extreme gore in um oh my god invincible robert Kirkman's invincible and the artist on that who i've do not know the name of, I'm so sorry, uh, is like an amazing artist. He has really like, clean lines and like beautiful art. But then he also does extreme gore. That gore never really like disturbs me because it also just looks very comic book. Whereas this one just, it looks like I've walked down in a museum and I'm looking at like paintings and that if almost as if someone had like was standing there and had painted that scene. And that just it leaves me like a little bit uncomfortable, especially when it gets into like the, into the real dark witchcraft stuff. Like her whole ceremony. Oh yeah. Is when Satan shows up. Yeah. Satan's freaking looks great. Like that was so well drawn and like really creepy. And then especially that one tableau where when Harvey finds her and there's that full page and then Satan's just like sitting there kind of looking contemplative and there's all the witches and like Sabrina like focal in the center. I was like, this is a good page. And this guy is so screwed. (laughs) I also love that issue because that issue, he kind of parallels. He tells a story about Harvey when Harvey was a kid running through the woods. And I love the parallel there of it being like Harvey, Harvey ran from the devil in the woods and made it home once. And as that's leading up to him getting caught and killed in the, in the present, you can kind of see it coming. And I don't know, it just made, it built the tension in that issue really well. Yeah, that was really well done. And then I also like that the kids who chased him in his flashback ended up being the ones that the coven frames for his murder. Jesus. In the present, which was kind of, kind of really cool. It's really messed up when they keep going like, oh, like they'll never find um, the body. And then Sabrina starts to wonder whether or not like they're literally serving because they're serving like meat every night. She starts wondering whether or not her parent, her uh, aunts are actually serving Harvey to her. And you're like, oh, dear God. And, uh, you know, wouldn't be surprised if they were. Um, Another thing that I love uh, and I definitely didn't catch all of them, but I love like I love when books like this or books like anything are um they do their research and they like try and throw like homages or like nods to like 
whatever their inspirations were or popular. So like in this book, there's a lot of like, you know, just names or like references to like, you know, fic like real world occultist people. So like Mr. Crowley being the guy who leads her trial, like that's a name dropped to Alistair Crowley, who's like a famous occultist. And then there's like, you know, throws to Beelzebub and Baphomet from like demonology and like yeah there's just all these he kind of like you could tell he did his research on like occultism and all that kind of stuff and like peppered in these little references that like if you catch them it's really cool and and you know like I said there's probably a bunch that I didn't catch but I always love that I feel like that really also makes when you're building a world and you throw those in it like immediately evokes whatever you're trying to evoke and, and it just adds like a bunch of layers and easter eggs that people can kind of find i think that was really cool yeah definitely i have to agree i really liked also just like the trial like this comic's gonna sit with me for a bit i really hope the <laughs> show was like i really hope the show was like this i really what yeah. i also really hope this is one downside about this comic is um it is a little inconsistent in its release dates uh, i don't know the exact reasoning for it but i think it started at like what launched in 2014 yeah, it launched in 2014, and it's eight issues in. So they're averaging like two issues a year right now. Um, I'm hoping, I think they might potentially be getting back on track. I don't know uh, what potentially caused it to become um, a bit off track and everything. But I hope they continue because I really, I want to keep exploring this world that they're building, and I really want to see where it goes. And I really hope the show is taking the idea of like a dark horror Sabrina show like serious and not like and not a CW Sabrina horror show yeah I mean that's the honestly the only thing that's like giving me hesitance is like it's a CW show you know and like so is it though or is it to gonna like... be on Netflix this has nothing this has absolutely nothing to do with this no. comic but you know but we're we, we're down the rabbit hole now like we gotta um, fill half hour and we're too we can't keep just talking about how we love this comic <laughs> yeah apparently it was originally gonna be a CW show like actually on the CW then it got moved to just a it's purely just a Netflix straight to series order okay. and it's going to be two seasons and they were both filmed back to back. So they oh. filmed both seasons already. Um, okay. When does it just give me both seasons at once? You don't need to hold that. No, they're going to give you one away. and then they're going to make you wait. Yeah. So that's that's what we know about it. I mean, I don't know in terms of like the rating. The thing with like a straight to Netflix thing is it can be rated whatever, right? So like I hope they go full on R rating and make it like a proper horror show. Um, that would be fantastic. Uh, as far as like will there be a connection to Riverdale? Like will – Will Betty and Veronica show up? I mean, that how would be great fine, would they'd... it be if the two from the Riverdale show somehow show up in that in this like Sabrina show and they're like witches? Yeah, that would be <laughs> sweet. Uh, but yeah, so the show. Hope it's R rated. I hope they go go full on balls to the wall, just the way this comic is, because like that would be uh, really really great. The thing I really the thing I really liked about this comic was it showed me how much I was sorely missing an aspect of um, comics that I really needed filled. Yeah, like, right. we, I mean, we talk about, like, superhero comics. We've read a couple horror comics on here, um, and I've read some other ones, too. None of them have, like, really ever grasped me to the point where I, I uh, 
I either want to read it more or read it again or like strongly recommend it. This one, it has a, just a really nice blend of creepy, disturbing horror um, mixed with like compelling characters that uh, I kind of want to follow as well as a, as an interesting uh, world and concept of how they want to do magic that is fun to explore. Yeah, it's just it's filling this niche that essentially was left empty since finishing Hellblazer. Yeah. And I did not it's... think it would come from Sabrina. <laughs> right, yeah. Um and uh, yeah, it's 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 so like I said it just so caught me off guard in that sense, but I love it. It was great. So definitely recommend this one, go check it out. Um Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. It's really cool. We're waiting to see the show next week and hopefully it's good. Um thank you guys very much for tuning in today. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our discussion of this. As for next week, if you want to tune in, do you have an idea of what we're going to be talking about? Because if not, I have a suggestion. All right. Um, oh, you have a suggestion? Oof. I was going to do my three, but I want to hear your suggestion. Well, what were your three? Okay, I'm going to throw you, I'm going to throw you two. Okay, I'm going to throw you two. It's going to be Eternity Girl. Okay. Uh, it is a DC comic under the Young Animal line that is run by uh, Gerard oh, Way. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea remotely what it's about, but it looks kind of cool, and I'm intrigued. The other one is Lock and Key. Oh, that's the one by, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the comic's pretty much entirely by uh, Joe Hill, Stephen King's Stephen King's son, son. right? Yes. Uh, let's do Lock and Key. Okay. In keeping with the Halloween-y theme, I think Ooh. that's fitting. Lock and Key is good. Okay, I'm really excited. And are we going to do the first volume, which is titled Welcome to Lovecraft? Absolutely. Which sounds great. Absolutely. Okay, cool. But yeah, okay. So next week, we are going to be talking about volume one of Lock and Key by Joe Hill. Um, so definitely tune into that. Get get your Halloween vibes going. That'll be the last episode before Halloween, I think. So Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, I fall on the 26th. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so definitely tune into that next week if you want to. Uh, thank you guys very much again for tuning in today. We appreciate it. If you liked what you heard and you want to hear more, you can pop on over to our website at www.stackedpod.com. You can view the rest of our archive there, as well as check out our other series, uh, Stack Chats and Thoughts on Comics. Um, be sure to hit us up on social media, guys, if you have any feedback for us or any comic suggestions or you know interview suggestions or topic suggestions, uh, whatever you got, throw it at us. Hit us up on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at Stack Podcast. Be sure to connect with us and let us know what you think of the show. Uh, where And make sure you subscribe to or follow the podcast on whatever app you're listening on, if you don't already, to make sure you don't miss any fantastic Stacked content. Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in to Stack today. Until next time. Keep on worshiping that good Dark Lord. And keep on reading. <laughs>